If you're ready for the next step in your healing journey, it's time for deep listening. This is your invitation to tune out the noise so you can amplify your intuition. I'm Rebecca Weirman, a sound and vibration facilitator, teaching you how to embrace your unique frequency. Through the art of deep listening, we will unravel the secrets of sound healing beyond crystal singing bowls, allowing you to attune to the subtle vibrations that resonate within you. You found this podcast because it's time to stop searching. What you seek can be found in the sound. Your journey to healing through deep listening starts now. Deep listeners, I'm sorry. Two weeks between episodes turned into six, and that is on account of my poor planning, which includes me leaving my hard drive with all the recorded episodes through the end of the year in California. Am I ADHD or what? Now, I haven't been back to my home in California since October 3rd, and I've still got over a month to go before I'm back in the U.S., Am I disappointed in myself for forgetting the one thing that would keep my business functioning while I'm away? Yes. Am I beating myself up about it? Absolutely fucking not. I surrendered to it and I took all the time I needed to dive into passion projects, really immerse and enjoy my travel, and being in my own place of deep listening. And for that, I am so very grateful. Peace out, hard drive. And I will also say that I am so very grateful for all of you patiently waiting for part two in this two-part series on Claire Audience and Sound Healing. Now, if we haven't met yet, hi, I'm Rebecca, human first, clearly spiritual bitch second. What do I mean by that? Well, I'm snarky, sardonic, and I like sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Okay, uh, maybe that last part wasn't true. I definitely prefer funk music over rock. Yeah, and I'm spiritual, but spirituality to me doesn't look like yoni steams and a woman's circle every weekend and essential oils. Spirituality for me is finding the magic in the human experience. It's going out to have drinks with friends, but Still prioritizing your 12-step skincare routine when you get home from your drunken hookup. Now, if you can't get down with a little irreverence, swearing like a sailor, or my ADHD tangents while I educate you on the world of sound and vibration, then this probably isn't the podcast for you. But if you're down with it, then let's fucking go! Okay, that was annoying. Um, I'm so sorry. In the last episode, I gave you the 411 on Claire Audience, what it is, and the seven signs that will help you identify if you are Claire Audient. But here's the thing everyone has the ability to be Claire Audient, even if you did not identify with any of the seven signs that I shared in the past episode. You just need to hone your abilities. And that's exactly what we're going to discuss today. How you can further develop, or simply develop, your clairaudient gifts. And I'll also answer the question that you're all wanting to know the answer to. 
What the fuck does being clairaudient have to do with sound healing and deep listening? To recap from the last episode, which I highly recommend you go back and listen to if you haven't already, I expand so much deeper on all of these seven signs, but here they are. You are clairaudient if, number one, you talk to yourself, number two, you're hypersensitive to sound, three, you find peace in the sounds around you, four, you notice sound before you notice anything else. Five, you love music or are musically inclined. Six, you listen to audiobooks or podcasts. And finally, number seven, I think the most obvious of all, you are naturally a great listener. Like I said, I go into much more detail in all of these in the previous episode, so go listen to that if you haven't already. And at the end of that episode, I ask you to simply notice how or when these seven signs show up in your life, to make a note in your phone every time you find yourself getting triggered by sound or you have someone coming up to you to ask you for advice or just to hold space for them so you can listen so they have someone to hear them. I ask you to keep track and to collect the data And so many of you reached out. So many of you messaged me and shared that you were blown away by how aware you became. Some of you even said that you didn't resonate with all seven signs, but once you were aware of them, things started to shift. Let me tell you, this is nothing new for you. I promise Rebecca, girly, it is. I've never noticed this before. And to that I say, nope. It's this little thing called frequency illusion. Frequency illusion is this amazing cognitive bias that affects our perception to the frequency of the world around us. You know when you learn a new word and then all of a sudden you start to see that word everywhere. That's frequency illusion. Or... Oh God, the the ungrounded spiritual girlies are going to come for me. Uh, You know when you ask the universe for a sign and you start seeing that sign everywhere? Frequency illusion. Wait, that's that's not my dead grandma sending me a sign from the other side? Sure it is, babe. I'm not going to yuck your yum because I'll be completely honest, it's my yum too. I love asking for a sign. But on a human level, it is frequency illusion. And it's not a bad thing even though the word illusion may tell you otherwise. So frequency illusion is made up of two things, selective attention and confirmation bias. Selective attention being where we remember little bits of information that we find important. It could be something that we find interesting or meaningful. It's the type of information that catches our attention and either occupies our conscious mind or embeds into our subconscious. And then confirmation bias is where we analyze the significance of these selective attention topics. And with each new sign or occurrence, we see it as proof that there is universal significance. Frequency illusion. Ooh, spooky. You're probably thinking, Rebecca, it sounds like you just tricked us into thinking that those seven signs that mean we're clairaudient or that 
intuition is just all one big hoax. And yeah, I hear you. I hear where you're coming from. But no. Frequency illusion happens when you pay more attention to the things that have become more important to you. I'd argue that frequency illusion is an incredibly powerful tool in intuitive development. And I'd also add that it's an incredibly amazing tool in living a life designed by your subconscious mind, your subconscious needs. Your intuition is a result of what you subconsciously desire. And it's just a matter of listening to what is important. Now, the reason I brought up frequency illusion is because it is a tool. And sometimes we need to blindly trust what we are intuitively feeling or hearing or seeing, or I should just say sensing. And if we can get that external validation from what it is we are seeking, from what it is that we subconsciously desire, frequency illusion becomes a very powerful tool because otherwise we may stay stuck, we may stay small, we may not go after what it is what we actually want. The tips and tricks that I'm about to share with you on how to amplify your clairaudient abilities are tips and exercises for you for you to live a life guided by your listening. These tips and tricks are not meant for you to go out and start calling yourself a psychic medium. These are tips and tricks that will attune you to your clairaudient abilities so you can live a life guided by intuition and what truly matters to you, even if you're not sure what that is yet. These tips and tricks will help you uncover what matters through the art of deep listening. The first thing that I want to mention as we dive into these exercises is that there's a difference between the physical world and the spiritual world. In my opinion, I perceive the physical world as the world around us. And I perceive the spiritual world as the world inside of us. I do not see the spiritual world as something that is above us, or behind us, or even below us. It is everything that is inside of us. It is honoring our godlike abilities, our godlike nature. Now, you may have a different perspective on this, and that is 100%. Actually, it is a million percent okay. Believe what you believe. Trust your gut. Use your discernment. I'm always going to come back to that. But we're going to use my perspective here to help explain these topics. And hey, I may change your mind, but that is not my goal. So in order to listen to the spiritual world, you need to listen to the physical world. What does this mean? Well, you need to listen to the sounds around you, the sounds in your environment. And I've briefly touched on the practice of Pratyahara before in previous episodes, and I said we'll talk about it in a later episode, which I do have planned. I'm going to have to re-record that episode. But listening to the physical world to reach the spiritual world is essentially the practice of Pratyahara. To strip it down to a simple act, you simply close your eyes and you begin to notice the sounds around you. You tune in to every single sound. The sounds of the birds chirping, 
the sounds of the cars passing on the street, the person coughing obnoxiously. You just notice the sounds without any judgment, which can be very challenging and difficult to do, especially if you're sound hypersensitive. But the key is to let go of judgment as you hear, as you listen, as you deeply listen, and as you listen to each of these sounds, you isolate the sounds rather than noticing them in harmonious union or a discordant symphony. As you isolate sounds and listen, I want you to notice how you feel when you hear them. Do you get a sensation in your body? Do you feel something that we as humans would label as positive or negative? Just simply notice. It is as simple as that. What we are learning here is how to become better listeners. And in order to be fully in your clairaudient gifts, you need to be a good listener, a deep listener. This exercise will really help you tune into sound, especially the soft, gentle, quiet sounds that may be hidden by other sounds. You are going to become more aware of these sounds because you're tuning into the vibrational field of them. The second tip I'm going to give you is to listen to music. And I mean, who doesn't love listening to music? If you're listening to a podcast on deep listening and sound healing, you probably have an album that you play on repeat. And for me, well, okay, I've never been a Swifty. I have never in my life been a Taylor Swift girly. And all of a sudden, I cannot turn off Taylor's version of 1989. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Something changed. And I truly feel like I have become more of a girl's girl because I am listening to Taylor Swift now. What? what, what? Okay, okay, that was an ADHD tangent. Anyway, very similar to the first tip I gave you, you are going to begin to isolate the different instruments when you listen to this album you love. When we listen to music, a lot of the times, if we aren't a musician, if we aren't someone who is an audiophile, when we listen to music, we listen to the complete production. We hear everything at once. Most of the time when people are listening to music, they aren't even listening to the orchestration. They're listening to the, like, the lyrics or the singer. And in fact, there's so much that music can share with you when you listen to the orchestration of the instrument. It's, I would say, more subconscious than these direct conscious lyrics that one hears. So, put on your favorite album, the album you can't stop listening to, especially if it's an album where you've only really paid attention to the lyrics. Then I want you to close your eyes, because I always find that when removing the visual stimulation, it's easier to listen. So close your eyes, just breathe, and listen. I want you to disconnect from the lyrics and begin to isolate the drums. Listen to the drums as a whole. Then isolate the beat of the kick drum. I want you to hear the snare drum. Listen to the toms, the hi-hat, the crash cymbal, 
then shift awareness to the baseline. Maybe you start to identify these onomatopoeia sound words that you can use to describe what each of these instruments sound like. Then shift attention to the lead guitar, the rhythmic guitar. Are there any other instruments that you hear? Maybe there's something percussive thrown in that's not a drum. Maybe there's something there that you haven't heard before. And as you isolate these instruments and listen to them, I want you to notice how you have essentially narrowed your focus to listen deeply. I know that these two examples that I've given you sound very similar, but they're actually quite different in the grand scheme of things. Because in the first exercise here, I'm asking you to work with sounds in nature and sounds that we hear almost every day, sounds that we often tune out. But I'm also asking you to identify the sensations that rise up in your body in the first exercise. These bodily sensations that we can listen to is where we start to develop our trust by not only listening to what we hear, but listening to our body communicating with us. This is the listening beyond the ears that leads to our intuitive embodiment. When we listen to our intuition, we need to have trust, and sometimes we have to trust blindly. And the way our body communicates with us can help guide the way. When things aren't seen, we have to rely on our other senses. And the more that can communicate with us, the easier it becomes for us to not only hear, but listen and take action. In the second exercise, I'm not asking you to notice how you feel. I'm asking you to practice the isolation of listening to things that you may already be comfortable or familiar with, and just simply notice what you may not have heard before. Before I get into the other tips and tricks that you can use to develop and hone your clairaudient abilities, I want to answer what being clairaudient has to do with sound healing and deep listening. And I feel like I've sort of mentioned this throughout the episodes or uh, in previous episodes, dropping hints or Easter eggs, and I guess that's what I get for listening to Taylor Swift now, but to answer directly, when you are in a sound healing practice... We often experience these gaps between our thoughts, and in those gaps, in those spaces, is where intuitive guidance comes in. This is because our brain waves are changing and shifting states. So when meditating with sound and vibration, the mind quiets and creates more of these gaps so that our intuitive guidance can be more easily heard. You may have heard me talk about brainwave states before, and typically when we're going about our day, we're in a beta brainwave state, but this state isn't conducive to deep listening. In order to deeply listen, we need to be in at least an alpha brainwave state, a state of being relaxed, a state of openness to receiving. It's like when you are sitting in school, in class, looking out the window, daydreaming, and all this magic starts occurring. That's the alpha state, and you need to be here, at least in the alpha state, to listen deeply. But sound healing can take us to alpha, 
but it can drop us into even deeper states. It can take us beyond alpha into theta or delta, where we experience that astral body-like state of being, neither here nor there, lifting from the body and entering into the likeness of the soul. The way a lot of people achieve this state is through meditation, but achieving these states through meditation alone can be challenging. And this is why I swear by sound and vibration meditation, because the music and sound have the ability to alter and change our frequency through the law of entrainment. The law of entrainment being where your body starts to vibrate or resonate with an external source or frequency. Now, sound healing cuts the amount of work and effort in half, or maybe even more. It allows you to go where you need to go without having to try or put in effort, without meditation being difficult. And let me tell you, as an ADHD girly, work, we don't know her. We like to find a shortcut. And if we can use a shortcut, the dopamine flows. And here's the thing about ADHD. When the dopamine is flowing, it opens you up to receiving the intuitive answers, guidance, and tuning into that inner knowing that we need. If you're worried about having ADHD and never being able to settle into meditation and being fearful that sound healing is not going to work, well, let me tell you, sound healing will change that you will become a pro easily. And this is why I've created the records, my on-demand sound healing library of sound-based meditations to cut the time in half so you can listen and live a life of intuitive embodiment. Inside the records, there are over 30 sound healing meditations using various instruments to bring you into this deep state of listening. Sound meditations ranging from three minutes, my ADHD folks, I hear you, to sound loops that are three hours long that you can play in the background to get that dopamine flowing. Sound meditations that you can use every day of the week to connect you with the energy of the day. Sound meditations that take you on journeys to connect with your inner child. But my personal favorite collection is the Listen to This When collection, a series of short, non-guided sound meditations you can tune into when your heart feels heavy, when you can't find the words you need to communicate, or a sound healing meditation that you can listen to when you just need to slow the fuck down. No, for real, that's the name of a meditation in the records. The records is designed for you to use whether you're on the go or in the comfort of your own home. Using these custom meditations with crystal tones, alchemy singing bowls, and other instruments, your brain has the ability to shift from beta brainwaves into your alpha and theta state. And like I said before, this is where you will begin to hear the whispers of your intuition. This is where you move from hearing to listening and start living from the place of integrated embodiment. The records is a portal, a portal for sonic soul transformation. And it's more than just a library of meditations for you to use. When you subscribe to the records, you get immediate access to the library, but you also get free access to all live virtual classes a 15-minute call with me to discuss your sound healing goals and 
When we're on this call, I take that information and I use it to create more custom meditations for you. Meditations that will support you in your healing journey. And if you're ever interested in getting your own Crystal Tones Alchemy Bowls, as long as you're a member of the records, you get 22% off Crystal Tones Alchemy Bowls with your purchase. You get a free lesson with me on how to play them. So there's so much happening inside the records and so much more comes as we continue to grow. And it's just really beautiful to see the growth of this and to see all the people that the records is helping as they tune into themselves and begin to live from this place of listening to the information they receive while they're on their healing journey. Now, if you're ready for deep listening, podcast listeners get seven days free when they sign up for the records. So all you need to do is click the link in the show notes or visit thisconsciousness.com. I'll see you inside the records. Two more tips and tricks I'm going to give you. Use your imagination to hear. To do this, you will play a song that you love. Listen for no more than 20 seconds. And then turn the song off. You'll then use your imagination to fill in the blank, to hear the rest of the song in your head. And I don't mean to start humming or singing the song in your head. I mean, imagine the song as closely as you can to the real song. This means hear the unique timbre of every instrument. Hear the up and down strokes of the guitar. Hear the intonation of every instrument. Is there a specific vocal inflection? Imagine it. Then after you're done imagining and hearing everything inside your head, play the rest of the song. Were you close? Did it sound similar? Did what you hear in your head sound like the actual song? This exercise will help you with your focus and help you get familiar with the internal sound of your Claire audience. Because one thing I need to note most clear audience messages come from within. You're not hearing things externally, even though you can. That usually comes with greater development. We're working on hearing within because we're learning for ourselves and not for others. And the last exercise I'm going to share with you is the clear audience equivalent of reading the tarot. However, I will recommend doing all the previous exercises before doing this one. Because in order to do this final exercise, your listening and your trust needs to be strong. This is like the equivalent of taking a final exam before you even registered for the class. So keep that in mind. But anyway, the next time you're driving on the subway on any form of public transport, ask your guides, spirit, your higher self, the spiritual world within you. Ask them a question. And in asking this question, don't make it a yes or no question. Keep it open so you can actually receive something, something greater than a yes or no. And I would like you to set an intention that your answer to this question will be revealed when you listen to the first song that comes on. And that's exactly what you'll do. You'll ask the question, you'll ask for the answer to come in the form of a song, and then you'll go to your liked songs on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you use. You'll hit shuffle and listen. 
listen to the lyrics, listen to the music, and know that the answer may not be obvious, but listen with your ears and notice the sensations in your body. This exercise is strengthening your clairaudient abilities without meditation. And it's a great practical application of all the exercises I've given before. But start with those exercises first, because you can't build a house without a solid foundation. And meditation and sound healing will get you to that point where you don't have to use it to be open. One final note I will leave you with. Your intuition or any message you receive from your clairaudient abilities will be supportive and rooted in love. Your intuition is never going to tell you to do something bad or morally wrong. And if you feel like it is, go see a doctor. And that's all she wrote. So give these exercises a try. Let me know how it goes for you. Message me on Instagram, Sound with Rebecca, and let's chitty chat. And I'll be back soon with more episodes for you. If you'd like to follow along and see and hear more about my travel adventures, again, Instagram, Sound with Rebecca. And if you're ready to subscribe to the records with your free seven day trial, then click the link in the show notes or visit thisconsciousness.com. Remember, What you seek can be found in the sound. Keep listening.